0: Welcome back to Nerd is the New Cool. I'm Justin, and with me, as always, is John. What's up, everybody? Hey, man. How
1: are you? Um, I'm doing good. Uh, Was riding the the struggle bus a little bit this morning, but now I'm fine.
0: Aren't we all? Yeah. (laughs) Well, all right. So listen, this is a kind of a timely episode, and given that the election in the United States just happened, we thought, what a good time to do a little comparison of some on-screen presidents
1: fake presidents let's that's be so, clear to be, to be clear so actors that portray, portrayed fake presidents will do real presidents but that'll be another episode
0: yeah there were just too many so we had to p- basically pick one or the other <clears throat> and this is more fun because we're trying to avoid any type of uh controversy know, controversy <laughs> there we go we're not this is not a political conversation this is just who portrayed presidents that may be uh we would like to see at some right. point or we just like certain characteristics of them. this is going to be kind of fun because we're going to do this bracket style
1: yes this is this will be a first for us well I mean I guess a first in kind of our own episode we're kind of doing we're more or less kind of doing brackets with a pizza or pizza endeavor but this is going to be a full full bracket at the end there will be one winner
0: there can be only one and there so can be only one what we've done is we have picked our top 20 and uh you know more on the bracket a little bit the first thing we should throw out there are some some honorable mentions didn't quite make the tournament but worth noting
1: worth noting uh so yeah so let's let's dive into those first one on the list president Lindbergh uh the president from the fifth element i didn't even know that was his name by the way because they just called him the president yeah Uh,
0: that's just his credits on imdb or or online or whatever so okay hopefully it's
1: it's right (laughs)
0: i I, i'm
1: I was just gonna say, I've seen that movie many times and I don't remember them saying his name other than calling him the president. Uh, he's played by Tommy Tiny Lister, you know, the guy, um, Debo De- Debo from the Friday movies for those of you that don't know him. And it came out in 1997, good movie, entertaining a large man as a president.
0: Yeah, he was pretty great. President Ellis is our next honorable mention. You may know him from Iron Man 3. He's also the president in a few episodes of Agents of Shield. So it's kind of like the Marvel president in a couple of a couple, of, you know, mm-hmm. things they produced. It's he's played by William Sadler, and that one came out first time he played president was in 2013.
1: Uh, next one, President Harris from Scary Movie, played played by Leslie Nielsen. He also played uh, the president in Scary Movie Three and Scary Movie Four. And It was directed by Jerry Zucker, who also directed Airplane, who was obviously, you know, starred Leslie
0: Nielsen as well. He was a decent president. (laughs) I don't honestly, I
1: I haven't seen those in a long time, so I don't remember him being president in that movie.
0: He was just kind of like a bumbling, very similar to the Admiral in Hot Shots. Right. Lloyd Bridges. Yep. Just kind of like a goof, like a lot of physical comedy and just says ridiculous things that a president shouldn't say. (laughs) Almost like Frank Drebin playing president (laughs) basically frank trevin has been promoted to president got it all right cool yeah definitely to mention honorable mention chris rock who plays Maze gilliam in the movie head of state and also robin williams who plays tom dobbs in man of the year and these two they do a great job by the way both these movies are fantastic portrayals but we didn't put them in because they're really more about like the campaigns and not Mm -hmm. really being the president
1: yep like robin williams is president for like a minute and then they found out it was an error. And so then they, so then he wasn't anymore.
0: Well, Chris yeah. and Chris Rock gets talked into running for president.
1: Yes. Yes, he does. Cause he's an yeah. alderman right. who all of a sudden is running for president.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Uh, Lisa Simpson from the Simpsons from the episode Bart to the future in 2000. So this is a, a vision in the future where Bart is an unemployed slacker and Lisa is the president of the United States. Who, oddly enough, is grappling with a budget crunch that her her admit her administration inherited from Donald Trump.
0: It's so crazy. If you, th- I mean, there are the tons Simpsons of articles about
1: this. Predicted the future a lot of times.
0: It's unreal. Yeah, they really like. Have. It doesn't make any sense. That they they have they're that clairvoyant. But I think you could argue that this. Sometimes they just do some ridiculous things and. We live in a ridiculous world, and that's just kind of what happened. What's happened. Somehow they come true. Yeah, somehow no, they come that. true. Uh, our next honorable mention is kind of throwback. This is a film from 1980. It's called First Family, and the name of the president, played by Bob Newhart, was Manfred Link. What a name, Manfred Link. There are also some other, you know, pretty big care or big actresses in this film. Madeline oh, Kahn plays the mm-hmm. first lady. And Gilda Radner plays the first daughter <laughs> and <laughs> Madon Khan's kind of a drunk. Gilda Radner's kind of a, a, a floozy. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. <laughs> and it was written by Buck Henry, who also wrote episodes of get smart. Unfortunately, he passed away this year. And I think that of all the reviews I read about this. And if you think about this movie, he Bob Newhart's amazing, but the film is just not very good. So uh, he, didn't, he didn't make the cut. He didn't make, he didn't make the cut. Oh, oops, I lost my place. Hold on.
1: Uh, next on the list, Mackenzie Allen uh, from Commander-in-Chief. This is Gina Davis taking her turn as the first woman president in the United States. Uh, it was only This show was only uh, one season long, 19 episodes in 2005-2006. It also starred Donald Sutherland and Harry Lennox, who is Locke from the matrix films and she was kind of thrust into a role after the sitting president dies unexpectedly on you know admirably you know she takes the role of madam president and shows a decent amount of confidence however the character never got the chance to be properly developed because it was only one season
0: yeah and from whatever thing i could read or read about it and, and i think i've seen an episode or two of this she's really good but it just didn't have chance to really become well, anything. It's hard yeah, to do Ge- that in 19 episodes.
1: Gina Davis is just well, is a good actor. I don't I can't remember the last time I saw her in anything. She wants to just quit.
0: I, well, she's just kind of she's older and she's she's done a lot of stuff, you know? She has done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Up next, we have the movie First Daughter, which stars Katie Holmes, but the president's name is John McKenzie, and he is played by one of my favorite actors, Michael Keaton. And, I mean, it came out in 2004, and actually this is this was directed by Forrest Whitaker, which is crazy. Like, having seen this film, I did not know it was directed by Forrest Whitaker. Like, <laughs> the Forrest Whitaker. And basically, Michael Keaton plays just very overprotective father. He's not excited about his daughter getting older. But eventually, just like with every type of, you know, Hallmark type of films... Yep. Um, you know, she grows up, he's cool with it, and Keaton is, is a pretty, uh you know, he's very endearing.
1: Yep, there's that, that catharsis at the end of, oh, she is a woman now. I'm fine.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, honorable mention.
1: Honorable mention. Next honorable mention, Julia Mansfield from Hail to the Chief. This was Patty Duke, and she... Also, plays the first female president in the United States. This was created by Susan Harris, who also created the Golden Girls, Benson, and Soap. That's a
0: that's, pretty good. That's, that's a pretty heck, good lineup. That's a that's a heck of a of a resume.
1: <laughs> it uh, the show only lasted seven episodes in the spring of '85, but but Patty Duke was more than serviceable as the first female president of the U.S. But not enough were watching to show her support.
0: Yeah, so she was good, but seven episodes again didn't really get that good of a crack of it, crack at it. Up next, honorable mention, we have Benjamin Asher, who is the president in films Olympus Has Fallen, which came out in 2013 and London Has Fallen in 2016. And Mr. Asher, President Asher is played by Aaron Eckhart. And he's he's the secondary character, right? So he's yep. not like, I mean, he's sure. it's 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 centered on Gerard Butler. Yeah, right. But mm. he's pretty great as president. Um, a lot of stuff happens to him as does in these films. He loses his wife. His the White House comes under attack. Uh, and and basically, he's just kind of like there to persevere and like, yay, rah, rah. And, and as you mentioned, Gerard Butler also st- st- uh, stars uh, Dylan McDermott and Angela Bassett. Eventually. Morgan Freeman becomes President Trumbull, and Angel has fallen. So There's like a three movie fallen series, but uh, you know we might get to him a little bit more in a little bit. Maybe,
1: just maybe. Uh, next one is Will Cooper from Pixels. This is Kevin James playing President Cooper, is the every man who becomes elected the leader of the free world, but has to prove his worth. Uh, the movie came out in 2015 stars adam sandler michelle monahan peter dinklage josh gad brian cox and sean bean it's a good cast yeah and he's you know he's kind of still a kid at heart whose biggest strength in the pos in the position is that he's good at video games pixels is not meant to be taken seriously and neither is james
0: as president i mean yeah it's kind of a goofy movie it's but, a really goofy movie yeah. and it's hard to say like oh let's make you know that's kind of why we left him off the bracket because He's good, but he basically is just playing Kevin James with the with the title of president. <laughs> you right. Know? Yeah. Um, so he's not anything special. He's not bad, but it's just a silly Adam Sandler film. Lastly, our last honorable mention is well, the title is The U.S. President and that's from Love Actually and the president actually doesn't ever get a name. He's just called Mr. President or the President of the United States played by Billy Bob Thornton. He's Honestly, he's kind of a kind of a dick. He's he's pretty, kind of a dick. Yeah, he's a bully. He's full of himself. He's like a womanizer. He's like asking about the girl that, um, uh, what's his name, happens to be in love with. Hugh Grant. Um, Hugh Grant. Thank you. Yes, and uh, I think I the one of the best parts of this film is when Billy Bob is actually put in his place by Hugh Grant. That whole that whole quote. Yep. the Whole scene. Pretty pretty classic. So, I kind of think Hugh Grant, not kind of, yeah. Hugh Grant definitely steals Billy Bob's thunder.
1: Oh, he does. He blindsided him in that press conference. That yeah. was awesome.
0: Yeah. So, um, anyway, that came out in 2003. It, if you, if you, never, you haven't seen Love, actually, I don't know. You. Who, I don't know what you've been doing yourself. It is the
1: season. It's the holiday season. This is when you should be watching that film.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars Bill Nye, Colin Firth, Liam Neeson, Emma Thompson, Martin Freeman uh I always pronounce his wrong his name wrong Ch- Chueto Ch- Chueto Ch- Ojifor
1: Andrew... you, you guys know who we're talking about
0: yeah Andrew Lincoln and Keira Knightley I mean I love that movie yeah and honestly like so just curious what your thoughts are would you are you are you voting for Billy Bob or Hugh Grant
1: oh as far as the leader that I would want if if they were both like real yeah. people yeah oh Hugh Grant totally. Cause he yeah. sticks up for the little guy. I would not agree. To say that England is the little guy, but in that, in that relationship, yeah, England's kind of the little, guy. maybe yeah, not you anymore. Got,
0: you got to wonder how many people would vote for Billy Bob just because he's such an arrogant prick. Right. Just, just saying. Uh, all right. So there are our honorable mentions, quite a few honorable mentions, but again, we didn't want to have a full lineup of, of, uh, Thirty two teams. It was just gonna be thirty two 32 presidents is gonna be too much. So Yeah. yeah. Now to the top twenty. Top 20. Up first So bracket Up first. time. Yeah, so bracket
1: time. So we have we have twenty. So we're gonna have four play in games. And then we'll get that down to sixteen, and then we'll do that. So these are the play in games that we're gonna talk about right now. Uh at rank number twenty, the lowest seed, James Sawyer, White House down, Jamie Fox. Uh, kind of in the same vein as like Angel Has Fallen. I think these movies came out like kind of at the same time. Um, Jamie Foxx. Go ahead. I was going
0: to say as films like this do like when Independence Day and Deep Impact comes out that you know they're like oh this this is the thing. Mm -hmm. What what did I say?
1: You said uh, Independence Day. That's still also an end of the world movie but yeah. Yeah. It was a little little bit bit different. different. But you're right.
0: Yeah. Armageddon and Deep Impact. Yeah. But this is the same thing like oh you know what everyone's going to be Let's let's attack the White House. That sounds good. Let's make a couple movies about that.
1: Yeah. Let's make a series. Yeah. So Jamie Foxx is, a, is, you know, in, again, same vein as a president who doesn't mind getting his hands dirty. In this case, he keeps the White House intact after terrorists play a visit. Sawyer also has his moments of, of comedy while in the face of danger and does not like anyone touching his Jordans. So the film, again, he's kind of... Eh, He's kind of a secondary character. It's really starring Channing Tatum, and he's the Secret Service officer that, you know, does all the saving. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jason Clark from Zero Dark Thirty, Richard Jenkins from Step Brothers, and James Woods. It was directed by Roland Emmerich, who also directed lots of stuff. Stargate, Independence Day, Godzilla, The Patriot, The Day After the Morrow, and many, many more. So that's number 20, James Sawyer
0: versus number sixteen Allison Taylor from twenty-four. And she's played by Cherry Jones, who actually won an Emmy for the role. Um and the character is kind of considered uh, you know, idealistic. And uh it's actually a pretty good rendition version so there in twenty four there are a few presidents that kind of go through the entire series. It's like ten seasons long or something like that. And she's one of the later ones. Um in the 24 universe is always a thing in a lot of movies. She's the first, fe- you know, they don't make movies about the second female U.S. president. It's always about finally the first female U.S. president. That's kind of a big thing for her. And she takes over for Charles Logan, which we'll mention again in a second. And, you know, she's very in the show compared to the previous presidents, or at least the previous president, Charles Logan. She's very, like, rational and normal and humane and understanding. Probably almost more than a president would be if that almost makes sense a, almost to a fault yeah like she's i mean and naive is not the right word but she's she's just very trusting
1: yep because i mean presidents have to make hard decisions
0: yeah and that have consequences and, for someone <laughs> and she has a lot of dialogue and conflict and and eventual agreement with jack bauer so anyway who oh, jack all right who you got <laughs> okay so listen so listen <laughs> I've seen 24 and so like I am a big Allison Taylor. I think that she might have a not like a, a, a little bit of a leg up because she won an Emmy for this thing. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of a big deal. But what do you think?
1: I agree. I have not seen 24. Yeah. So I, I lean towards your expertise a little bit more on this one. Um. Yeah, I think the fact that she I think I think the fact that she won an Emmy for the role carries some weight.
0: Yeah. And I do like Jamie Foxx. I think that he's got those little quirks and just the fact that, I mean, a president is saying you can't touch my Jordans is pretty freaking hilarious.
1: And he's firing a rocket launcher out of a limo. And I mean, it's.
0: (laughs) let's put it this way. If I'm I'm voting on who I want to be the president, I'm going with Allison Taylor. If I'm voting for who would be the coolest president to hang out with and like we could be like a, you know, buddy cop movie. I mean, you got to go James Sawyer on that one for sure. Right. Right. But I, I think we I think we move Allison Taylor on to the next I think.
1: I think we do too because you don't really get to see like James Sawyer be very presidential in this movie yeah like he kind of has morals of like no I'm not gonna give you the codes like I can't do it yeah you're you're you can
0: kill this little girl uh, right. I'm not gonna do it so yeah no, right. I agree with that the number 16 beats the number 20. Going. playing game number two
1: chalk right off the bat playing game number two 15 seed. Jack Stanton. God. John Travolta. Oh, this was a good movie. Huh. Um with his So it's not a he's not playing Bill Clinton, but he's got the same mannerisms. He got the same gestures. His voice sounds the same. His speech pattern is the same as Bill Clinton. And it's clear where Travolta got his inspiration from when he played Jack Stanton in the movie Primary Colors. So this the kind of gist of the movie is a man joins the political campaign of a smooth operator candidate for the for president of the United States movie came out in March, 1998. It was directed by Mike Nichols, who also directed the graduate working girl and closer. And it also stars Emma Thompson as his wife, who is completely patterned off Hillary Clinton, Billy Bob Thornton, Kathy Bates, Adrian Lester, who was also in the day after tomorrow. And he's the, he's the man who joins the campaign. And then Moira Tierney, from ER and Liar Liar. And obviously some facts about Clinton. He was impeached on, in September of 1998. He wasn't removed from office. And their trait, the, these traits are what makes Stanton so interesting and profoundly human, showing a side of the presidency that we typically typically don't get to see in a public figure.
0: I mean, he just does a really good job. And maybe it's because he's portraying the Clinton character that he's very likable. And He's charismatic totally like yep but also kind of shady <laughs> just a little all right versus number 19 tom beck and that's the president from the film deep impact played by morgan freeman he is kind of like really good as a president but not so good when dealing with a potential climate changing potential end of the world right or not climate changing i guess it's an Meteor. asteroid yeah. Meteor, whatever it is, or whatever it is. Yeah, so as we mentioned before, this came out in '98, which is the same year as Armageddon. It also starred Duval, Taylor Leone, Elijah Wood, Vanessa Redgrave, Morgan Freeman, like I said, James Cromwell. I mean, the list keeps going on. John Favreau, Mary McCormick, Richard Schiff, who's from West Wing, Blair Underwood. Underwood. So,
1: a lot of people in it, yeah,
0: yeah. And the main thing is that again, that he's Tom Beck is great being the president but he's also not really great at dealing with a humongous comet about to crash into the earth and he kind of lets like a television reporter get the best of him at some point and it's just kind of like hard to like place like is he is he good president is he not a good president like how uh, i don't know it's tough it's tough to deal with like some type of world ending potential catastrophe i suppose so right i mean he had
1: I will. I will say this. He had. He. I, I think he. He probably handled it as, as as best as anyone could. But he had a backup plan. So it was right. like we may not be able to stop this thing, and in the event we're going to pivot here instead of pushing like all his eggs in one basket and being like, well, this better work, and if it doesn't, see you, peace out. So he had a backup plan. They. They. You know, to to come to Missouri. And, you know, survive in the caves for two years and let the dust settle, so to speak. So,
0: yeah, give him credit for that. Got to give him credit. Okay, so who's winning here? Jack Stanton, Tom Beck. Uh, I like Jack Stanton. I do, too. And, And here's here's my big thing. From deep impact, I don't remember. Morgan Freeman isn't the character that I remember the most. He's not even in like the top three or four.
1: I mean, no. It's usually it's Tayloni and Elijah
0: Wood, or really. Rob Duvall, or Robert I mean, Duvall. Yeah, one of or those actually, three. or actually, Ron Eldred, Um the guy. Remember, he, he like loses his sight. Um, oh yep. I mean, yep. That, like those are the characters that for me that really stand out. So I think that in itself, Lily Sobieski forgot to, forgot to mention her. I remember those characters, and I don't really remember Morgan Freeman that well from that film. So
1: no, other than like giving a few speeches. Right, right. And usually could, it was always bad news.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think it also could be that like, you know, you remember Morgan Freeman from so many other amazing things that it's it's this just isn't isn't one of his top roles.
1: No, it's not. And and the primary colors is about Jack Stanton. This yeah. is a, like deep impact. Yeah, there's a president played in it, but that movie's about the president. So yep. I agree.
0: All right. All right. Jack Stanton moves on. Next playing round.
1: Next playing round. Rank 14. Charles Logan from the aforementioned 24. He was played by veteran character actor Gregory Itson. Is that how you say that? Yep. Um, Logan is elevated from vice president to president in the show's fourth season when commander in chief John Keeler is injured in a terrorist attack. He played the president for 44 episodes. He took over for. David Palmer, Dennis Haysbert, and he was also in Fear and Loathing and law-abiding Cis- citizen. Logan, though, is a terrible leader, but and makes it entertaining. He's insecure, indecisive, greedy, and corrupt. Plus, Jack Bauer has seen through him for years, which doesn't bode well for anyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a total <laughs> sleaze ball. He's just the biggest dick in the world. He sucks, but he plays the character incredibly well. So he's going up against number 18, Douglas Dillman from the film, the man. And this is, this is about an African-American Senator who is the survivor of a tragic accident that kills the president of the U S and now he becomes the first black president. Mm -hmm. And basically he's trying to end bigotry and divide. um, And, and all the, all the divisiveness basically that are in his way played by the great james earl jones and he's pretty believable as the first african-american president um at least and he wasn't the first elected african-american president but what does it doesn't matter this Mm -hmm. movie came out in 1972 so it's really kind of ahead of its time and it was it's written by rod serling who you may recognize that name from the twilight zone and planet of the apes it also stars uh martin balsam who's from 12 Angry Men. i think he's the foreman Um, all the president's men and also psycho and also those are some good credits yeah right and also burgess meredith we know that guy from old rocky Rocky. um mick yeah so it's it's rated pretty high uh if you go on imdb rotten tomatoes whatever not those things like really matter that much but it's got pretty high rating from both critics and fans Mm -hmm. and the thing is that i think it was really supposed to be this monumental groundbreaking film as it probably should have Um, especially with James Earl Jones and the rest of this cast and just kind of the topic it was tackling, but it really just didn't, um, you know, I think people just didn't take it. It didn't, wasn't as well received as people expected it to be, or at least it didn't like impact society as much as it probably should have. That makes sense. Yeah. So, all right. So for me, and I love James Earl Jones, but I think that the Charles Logan, I mean, he might be asleep. He might he might go on a run here because he is such a, a believable, like just totally uh, elitist, freaking just, I, I can't even, besides douchebag, I just can't think of a better way to describe this guy.
1: Um, <laughs> he's a politician. But,
0: it, he, but he's so good at it. And you're like, God, I freaking hate that guy. Everything he does, you're like, God, again, I, I just thought I couldn't hate him more. And he just keeps on coming. <laughs> doesn't stop. He's re- relentless. With his Dickery. <laughs> so I'm going Charles Logan. I
1: agree. I think I think this is this is an interesting debate of like kind of who would you rather be president? It's probably Joel Jones. Yeah. But who played it better is probably Charles Logan.
0: Yeah, and I also think, I mean, and again, this is this is sometimes hard because this movie came out, you know, the man came out before we were born, and it's also just a movie. And so when you watch a show for 44 episodes. You got a little bit more. You got a lot more character development. Yeah, mm-hmm. to- totally. I agree. All right. Charles Logan moving on to our fourth and final play in game. And then we'll have our top 16. And then we'll have our top 16. Tom Kirkman coming in at number 13.
1: Tom Kirkman from Designated Survivor. The U.S. Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Tom Kirkman played by Kiefer Sutherland of 24 ever thought about being president and then the u.s Capitol capital was blown up during the state of the union and the line of succession to the presidency went straight to him uh it debuted in 2016 with 53 episodes it was created by david guggenheim who also did the christmas chronicles and also stars aiden canto from narcos and days of days of future past he was uh, sunspot she she yeah, she she Italia Ricci from Supergirl, Cal Penn, and Maggie Q from the Divergent series. He tries his best to lead the country in recovery while also dealing with various issues that arise, not to mention the eventual death of his wife. As time goes on, Kirkman grows more confident and entertaining to watch, which is believable because you have the, the HUD secretary and all of a sudden he's president.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a cool premise. By the way, Aiden Canto is not a she, it's a he. he's a he i I didn't know (laughs) i was i was just trying to remember like yeah i know him from narcos um anyway what a cool premise of a show i remember when this came out i was like that's really clever the my biggest problem with it was i was so used to seeing kiefer (laughs) as jack Jack Bauer, bauer yep and now all of a sudden he's president it was kind of a a shock to me but it was on for a really long time he is up against number 17 fitzgerald Thomas Grant III, also known as Fitz, from the show Scandal, 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 Uh, portrayed by Tony Goldwyn, who you may know from Ghost. Hmm. So Fitz is president for two terms. He's he's actually like a really pretty good president, but he has a lot of stuff that goes on with him, especially like personally. He's got a little. Um, mistress on the side Olivia Pope who's like the main character of Scandal he, she gets kidnapped He declares war on, on them because she's kidnapped basically he makes a lot of poor choices because of his love for um, Olivia Pope mm-hmm. and Olivia Pope's played by Kerry Washington it also stars Darby Stanchfield who is in well, a couple other things, but basically just this show. Katie Lowe's also from pretty much this show. Oh, here's a good one. Guillermo Diaz from Half Baked. You may know him. Jerry Perry, who is in a bunch of other random things. Joshua Molina is awesome. He's also in American President, A Few Good Men, and West Wing. Basically, he loves Aaron Sorkin. Uh, and also stars Bellamy Young, who plays Dr. Miller and is in MI3. Dr. Miller from Scrubs. I don't know if you remember her or not. And also Scott Foley from Felicity and, well, a lot of things. And finally, Joe Morton, who I know the best as uh, Miles Dyson from Terminator 2. Mm -hmm. So eventually his wife actually secedes him and becomes president. And I think a lot of people would be like, oh, you know, she's a better president. But Fitz, I think he carried the show for so long. I think that's kind of why he stands out um and also like just i mean just the actor tony goldwin just he's very believable like just the way he looks he's stoic mm-hmm. um it, it's so funny like when you when you see him on the show in in front of the public and things he's doing politically he's very good president but then like all of his personalized stuff just totally screws him up um which is not on like <laughs> it's it's some not common some for of our other, recent presidents <laughs> for
1: some of our presidents from the past
0: yeah yeah all right, so for me, if I'm picking out of these two, I'm actually, you know, I'm I'm going upset with Fitz. Do you think so? Could, I kind of think so. This show is so ridiculous, and but it's one of those shows, not unlike Designated Survivor. I guess they both kind of do this, but it's it's just a typical, you know, Fox type show where every episode is like a cliffhanger. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like I mean, ever- it does
1: have the name Scandal. So, I
0: mean, it and it is so dramatic and, and he's not a main character. Well, he is. I mean, he's probably like a top five character in the show.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's centered around Kerry Washington.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that Kiefer Sutherland is just, is a really good, believable president. And he's also like a, a pretty, I don't know, uh, it, despite what he maybe is like in his personal life, which just is just based on things I've read or whatever. Um, he seems he plays the character very level-headed and, um, is, I don't know, he's probably more of like a normal person, sh- which is why he's the secretary of housing and urban development and not the president. <laughs> um, and then just has to become president because of the line of succession. But for me, I'm voting Fitz. I'm fine with that. All right. First upset, that. first upset. First upset of the day.
1: Upset. I like upsets.
0: I do too. All right. So we got it. Top sixteen are finished. So now we're going to go into, we'll call this the uh, we'll call this the West. This is the West. The bracket. Western bracket. Okay. The Western bracket of, of one versus sixteen and nine versus eight.
1: All right. So we'll start off with the number one seed, James Marshall Air Force One. It's Harrison Ford. Do I really need to say anything else? I will, but <laughs> I I really don't. Yeah. It. it... A movie came out in 1997. It's about you know Harrison Ford, obviously doing Harrison Ford things and doing the old jump at the bad guy uh, as the U.S. president this time who fights terrorists who hijack Air Force One. A movie came out in 1997. It was directed by Wolfgang Peterson, who also directed Das Boot, Outbreak, The Perfect Storm, In the Line of Fire, and Troy. Lots of good movies. Stars Gary Oldman as the lead terrorist. Glenn Close, Dean Stockwell, and William H. Macy. President Marshall is not only a great leader, but also a decorated Vietnam war, war veteran with a penchant for kicking a little ass, no matter how extreme the circumstances. The number one seed.
0: The number one seed versus Allison Taylor from 24. All right. So I hate to just say, I mean, we have a foregone conclusion of a winner, We should mention again, Allison Taylor, I think she does a really good job of of bringing some normalcy to a presidency that was chaotic. I think that she's pretty level-headed. I do think that um, she's – it's just hard to compete against someone as charismatic as freaking Harrison Ford. And he's tackling terrorists and throwing them out windows. Get off my plane. Get off my plane, right? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) sneaking around all the different rooms and levels of Air Force One
1: it's yeah
0: james marshall james it's marshall james, james marshall okay so on to the eight versus nine eight nine matchup okay first up we have number eight number eight is Dwayne elizondo mountain dew herbert camacho from the film <laughs> idiocracy played by camacho president camacho is played by the lovely Terry Crews, who I, I love Terry Crews. I love
1: Terry Crews, yeah.
0: So, basically, if you haven't seen this movie, just kind of picture what would happen if a pro wrestler that was all, like, basically a pro wrestler became president for the most part, but, like, not the pro wrestler, like, um, uh, what's his name? Um, it's like The Rock, not Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> like yeah, it, it's the, the pro wrestlers,
1: their persona. That they the persona, make up right for the, right. For the show. So not he's their, not the real person. So
0: yeah. you got the rock basically, or in this case, Camacho being president. Vince McMahon character is his chief of staff. And he's very hilarious. It's very satirical. And he is uh very passionate about things that you wouldn't assume that a pres again, this is like set I don't know hundreds of years in the future. Um, Where
1: everybody's idiots. Wherever one is idiot, hence the name idiocracy. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it.
0: Yeah, please. It's a it's a pretty good, in my opinion. It's a, I mean, I don't even know if we can call it a, a a satire or parody. I think it's it's almost like a Simpsons esque predicting the future. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, came out in 2006. It was made by Mike Judge, who's awesome. He wrote and directed it. It also stars got quite a few people. Luke Wilson, who's the main character maya rudolph and there's a few other ones besides these but these are kind of the main ones and also dax shepherd who's who's great and um camacho really does like steal the screen when he's uh when he's on the screen right and should be noted to the next president that we didn't we're not going to put on here but owen wilson does become the next president his name is president not sure luke wilson oh i said
1: Oh yeah, send, the, Luke Wilson. Not Owen Wilson.
0: Luke Wilson. They look alike. So they
1: do like. look alike. Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. That's okay. Yes. Uh, t- I, I honestly, like when, and now that I come to think of it, like Terry Crews has a habit of doing that in anything that he's in. Yeah. Like you're you're focused on him. If you've ever seen Brooklyn 99, he's amazing in that show.
0: Yeah, and I like him. I like how in Brooklyn Nine Nine he can play like the over the top, but he's actually much more subdued. And subtle which i think works perfectly
1: yeah but it. but every now and then it comes out and it's (laughs) awesome but
0: but in this one he's in in Idiocracy. he's like over the top like he's like like,
1: that 24 7
0: it's like the old spice commercials he was in like like power he's just flexing (laughs) and doing like crazy and like that kind of happens in in brooklyn 99 but he's very um he's like i don't want to do i don't want to flex like he like he he doesn't he doesn't want to brag about how muscular he is (laughs) All right, that's the number. But eight he's seat. gonna do it anyways. He's gonna do it anyway. Yeah, eight
1: against number nine. James Dale from Mars Attacks. God, such a such another good. movie. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Or oh, just a ridiculous movie. Uh, played by Jack Nicholson plays James Dale, one of the most clueless and incompetent presidents ever to grace the big screen. This movie came out in 1996. It was directed by Tim Burton. It's got a ton of people in it. It's got. Glenn Close, Annette Bening, Pierce Brosnan, Danny DeVito, Martin Short, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michael J. Fox, Tom Jones, Natalie Portman, and Jim Brown. And though Nicholson is solid as commander-in-chief, it's a highly comical role, and it's hilarious how he actually thinks these aliens who invaded Earth and continue to slaughter citizens of the planet are still on a mission of peace. Then again, a a misguided leader of the free world might no longer be saved for Hollywood.
0: Yeah, he's trying to. He's be like, "Hold on, we can reason with them. They're fine. They seem all right." <laughs> okay, as
1: they're shooting people.
0: Yeah, and they're and they're it's it's they're shooting them and it's, it's I can't remember what the name of the gun is, but it basically like vaporizes them, right? Yeah. It's, okay. I mean, it's your typical like
1: you know from like a 1950s aliens like movie ray gun. That's what it looks like.
0: Right. All right, James Dale or Camacho. So I think if we're talking like which one's more over the top ridiculous i think you gotta say camacho absolutely i'm not sure that's necessarily the criteria criteria that we're looking for for who plays the best president here
1: true and uh, i mean for me right off the bat i have to go james dale it's I nothing think- it's nothing against camacho it's it's nothing against the movie Idi- idiocracy at all i think terry cruz is great. And he's great as the president, but there's just something about the way Jack Nicholson plays plays James Dale. That's just it's just I I I I I'm a big fan of this movie and I'm a big fan of him in this movie. And he was actually when we when we first started talking about doing this episode, I think he might have been the first one I said. I was like, yeah. oh, he he's gotta be on the list somewhere.
0: Yeah, and I think it's it's probably because he plays he plays it much more straight. Like what we would look, what we would kind of assume a president either being portrayed on screen or even in real life would, would look like and how they would, their mannerisms, how they would act. Mm -hmm. So I kind of think that he pulls off the president role uh, more traditionally, which I think works, works really well. Yep. I agree. James Dale. James Dale. Kind of an upset. Um, upset. You don't call eight nines upsets, but I mean, yeah, technically the low seed wins. Number nine. Moving on, James Dale. Okay. Now we're going to move over to the old East bracket. I'm just making up these cardinal directions, by the way. <laughs> that was West. This is East. Has nothing to do with anything. Number two seed. Josiah Jed Bartlett from the West Wing. Played by our loving Martin Sheen. He has, he's honestly, he's been in a lot of things. He's uh, you know, but I think this one is an Aaron Sorkin president, Jed Bartlin, and it's I mean, it was on NBC for years. I think most people who've ever watched this show would agree that he does a pretty amazing job as playing a president that, um, it's kind of a, I don't want to call him bipartisan because he's definitely Democrat, democratic in his beliefs and definitely left leaning, but he certainly does his best to kind of work with everyone to an extent. As much as any Aaron Sorkin show could. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other people that actually play presidents in this show Glenn Walker Allen is a president who was played by John Goodman. He kind of takes over when Martin Sheen. Oh, by the way, this is a couple spoilers. If you haven't seen this show. Sorry. Um, okay. He's deemed unfit to be president while his daughter is kidnapped. So John Goodman steps in. And his su- successor is President Matthew Santos, played by. Jimmy Smiths, I just love Jimmy Smiths. I mean, I like Jimmy Smiths too. He's freaking so good. I, I'm, I'm rewatching Dexter right now, and I really, I think season two people will say like it was not their favorite, and it's probably one of the lower rating rated ones. But man, Jimmy Smiths, he steals the screen. He's awesome. All right, sorry, I digress. So 155 episodes ran from 99 to 2006, as I mentioned. Created by Aaron Sorkin, also stars Allison Janney. John Spencer, Bradley Woodford, Dule Hill, and everyone loves Rob Lowe. Um, Okay, so you know, kind of as this show goes on, he actually—I mean—it develops the character incredibly well. And what's what's one of the coolest parts of the show is when it starts flashing back and showing you like how he even became a politician and how he eventually got put on the path to run as president. A run for president um i think he he really he he's very believable as the president
1: i think so too absolutely
0: okay so that he's up against jack Stanton, number 15 primary colors john travolta that's tough because they're both
1: and you you just said it they're both believable like they're both kind of you could see each of because you kind of see their human side through throughout you know the west wing and you obviously see jack stanton's human side throughout primary colors so they're both playing very believable presidents where we have some guys that are kind of over the top like the two that we just talked about and then you have these two that's that's tough
0: yeah jack stanton though i mean if we kind of like inadvertently disqualified robin williams and um chris rock because they were technically running for president that's kind of what jack stan is doing in this whole film also true but i guess we consider him president
1: because he was because it's it's
0: it's because the characters like,
1: based on bill clinton because he's actually
0: like bill clinton it's almost like this is what happened how bill clinton won the presidency that's almost right. like how that's how that's the lens through which i watch this
1: that's that's <laughs> absolutely and, and i mean and you know he's gonna win and right. he does win at the end. So yeah, so it's I, I I guess I see I see it
0: there. That's not actually why I'm gonna say I, I'm picking Jed, by the way. I'm picking Jed Bartlett because he this this is a star-studded cast. And he's actually not the cameras aren't following him around like they are the other characters. They're always following around Allison Janney, Bradley Woodford, um, even John Spencer. But whenever Jed Bartlett is on screen, he is the president in the room and it is like, he is just, even though he's short, he's, I mean, he's not very tall. Right. And so he's not like a physically, um, you know, what's the word, uh, imposing, imposing. Thank you. Um, character, but just, just his wit, just his intellect and just the way he carries himself. Like he just, he's got the presidency. I mean, if he ran for president in real life, yep. uh, Martin Sheen did, I'm voting for him so jed bartlett yeah i agree he's I gotta mean, ta- he's gotta take it here I think
1: he's gotta take it yeah he's and i agree with you about like the the and i have i mean I've, I've watched probably a handful of episodes i have not seen the entire thing it's something that i need to do because everybody tells me you have to watch this um yeah. you do you mentioned physically imposing and it made me think of an, a real president um lbj who kind of would do this lean thing because lbj was a big man where he was physically imposing and he would use yeah. it to get his way in the office where like he would literally stand over people and lean towards them until they finally said, all right. And then they just and they'd agree with him and then he'd move on. <laughs> so he was kind of a bully.
0: Well, right. I think, I Anyways, think Jed Jed's the note. opposite. He uses, he's almost like an intellectual bully. Right. <laughs> if there's right. such a thing.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm the smartest okay. guy in the room and I know it.
0: Yeah. Right. And I'm not going to make you feel stupid. I just want you to know how smart I am. And so yes. I'm going to win,
1: and I'm gonna, and you're gonna agree with me, and and then we can all move on, right? So, anyways, number two, moving on.
0: All right, so the last uh, last two in the in the in the East got the number seven versus the number ten.
1: Number seven, Selena Meyer from Veep. So Meyer is played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and she is also the first female president of the United States. But as with but with her role as vice president, Meyer Meyer was highly ineffective morally inept and as self-centered as any politician around of course that was the whole point of the show (laughs) uh it came out in 2012 on hbo and had 65 episodes it also starred anna chlumsky from my girl tony hale from toy story 4 reed scott from my boys timothy simons from jonah and draft day and matt walsh from ted and the hangover Uh, Julia won two Critics' Choice Awards and six straight Emmys for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series from 2012 to 2017. Selena's appropriateness and loathing of pretty much anybody around her translated into comic
0: gold. She's going up against number 10, Merkin Muffley, (laughs) who is the president in Dr. Strangelove. And if you know Doctor Strangelove, you know that Peter Sellers uh, plays a lot of roles in this film, but one of them is the president. It's a pretty crazy, dark, satirical film, and um, he came up with the like the insecure like persona from former Midwest politician and nineteen fifties presidential candidate Adlai Stevenson. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, and the full in the full title of this film, by the way, is Doctor Strange: Live Or colon, How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Came out in nineteen sixty four. It also stars George C. Scott, who you probably know from Patton or The Hustler, Sterling Hayden, who is the police captain in The Godfather, That's and cool. also, yeah, right. Uh, it also stars again bringing back James Earl Jones, and also Slim Pickens, who is Taggart from Blazing Saddles. So Muffley isn't supposed to be funny, but the way Sellers plays him, I mean, he's pretty freaking funny. I mean, it's he's funny in like a comical, like ridiculous, like guy. What's this dude's what this what's this dude's deal pro- way? You know. <laughs> um. All right. So Merck and Muffley, the number ten versus Selena Meyer, number seven. What are your thoughts? I'm thinking um selena mm-hmm. meyer
1: doesn't start off as president most of the show she's vp hence the name veep kind yeah. of yeah
0: yeah, yeah no, she, no she is she's uh she's veep for a couple seasons maybe i hand, the half first half of the series and then she's president for the i'd say the next two seasons and she, then she isn't president again and then she's it's it's kind of a back and forth type thing
1: right yep hmm
0: i think that Merkin, let me put it this way. I think that if Merkin had been given an entire series, I think that, and with Peter Sellers, and this is obviously before the time they did those kind of things, I think Merklin's taken it here, or Merkin's taken it here, because Peter Sellers is such a believable imbecile. Um, Yes. But Selena Meyer just plays the. uh, Here's what Selena Meyer does so well. In front of people, like as a politician, she's just like, oh it's so great to meet you and then she'll lean away where the guy can't hear anymore goes i fucking hate that cocksucker oh hey hey great to see you again what's this fucking dickhead's name oh that's right okay <laughs> didn't he fuck so and so? Like, like like she just is the fucking worst human being she <laughs> sucks so bad she's the worst mother she's the worst wife she's <laughs> the worst b- person period but i'm like I, I bet a lot of politicians are like this. I know a lot of I, politicians are I like this. I bet they are, too. Absolutely. yeah. And that's kind of what makes it so believable. And that's probably why she won six straight Emmys. So, I mean, I... I, I think we go with Meyer. We I got to go with Selena Meyer. Meyer, man. This, if that's a, <laughs> for me, it's a no-brainer. But, you know, listen, we got to give Dr. Strange Strangelove and, and Peter Sellers, like, definitely a huge shout-out because... Um, He's probably moving on if if he's not against Selena Meyer. Selena Meyer might be a dark horse here.
1: I think she. I, I think I think that's a definite possibility.
0: Okay, so down to what I have uh, titled the South Region. Um, up first we have number three. Number
1: three, see David Palmer from Twenty Four, Dennis Haysbert, and what the role that he's most known for, other than State Farm commercials and Major League. Are um, you in good hands? Are you in good hands? Uh, he plays a confident, commanding U.S. president, but one who had to watch his back within his own administration and family. Of course, Palmer's great greatest asset was his belief in Jack Bauer. Uh, it ran from the show ran from two thousand one to twenty ten with a reboot in twenty fourteen and twenty sixteen. One hundred and ninety five episodes from the original, from the original series. Haysbert was in 81 of them. It also stars Marilyn Raskob as Chloe from Little Miss Sunshine and It's Always Sunny. Carlos Bernard as Tony from The Orville and Supergirl and Elijah Cuthbert, one of your favorites, as Kim from The Girl. And she was also in The Girl Next Door.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's Kim Bauer, Jack Bauer's daughter. Yep. Yep. Um, Yeah, she's, she's one of my favorites. So... David Palmer is going up against Charles Logan, 224 presidents. <laughs> this is pretty easy because basically, if you're comparing the two, like who played it best in the same show, I mean, David Palmer not only yep. is portrayed better, but could literally kick the shit out of Charles Logan, both physically, mentally, every way, which way you wanted to have this happen. And he's just likable. And he's physically imposing, too. He's got it all. I mean, David he's, Palmer is, like, the full package. He's,
1: he's the whole package. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. I totally agree with that. David Palmer. David Mo- Palmer,
0: moving on. Moving on. <laughs> all right. I got to write this down. Okay. All right. Uh, not that I need to know. Anyway. All right. So, on to the 6 and the 11 seeds. So the number 6 seed, Thomas J. Whitmore, the president from Independence Day and also Independence Day Resurgence played by Bill Pullman. His backstory is he was a cockpit uh, fighter and now he's in the Oval Office and he's having to save the world from aliens. That's basically what Independence Day is about. This movie came out in 96. Also stars Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum, Mary McDonnell, Judd Hirsch, Robert Loggia. Robert Loggia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Of the three examples we got here, what, what movie would you say you know robert lozier from the most
1: um ooh, that's tough it's <laughs> i love necessary roughness
0: <laughs> I, I know
1: but it's probably big you that's, know him from big the most
0: that's true but i'm i'm actually gonna say over the top for me really that's, i that's, i listen that's,
1: that's ridiculous
0: my mom we used to put these movies on vhs back in the day it was like three it was like th- two and a half movies because like for some reason they made VH, vhs vhs to yeah, that vhs tapes like, um, five hours long, which is just asinine. So it would be like two movies and then half a movie. And over the top was on one of those VHS tapes that my mom would slap in the DV or the VHS player and say, Hey, watch this kids. What, 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 what what a ridiculous movie to be watching when I was like 10. But (laughs) anyway, it also stars Randy Quaid. Let's not forget Randy Quaid. No, Randy Quaid's good. So one fun fact about bill pullman he also plays another president president dale gilchrist in the tv show 1600 pen which i actually like that show it started out not that great but it really kind of grew on you and just as i was like oh i'm kind of into this they're like Nah, we're not renewing it this is why i don't watch shows until they're like over with because so many of shows i've locked i've liked they canceled.
1: look at the you'll get the rug pulled out from under you Yep, yeah, now yeah. i hear that okay so
0: that's number six
1: Thomas going Hill. up, going up against Frank Underwood from House yes. of Cards. So, so he is. He starts well, So he starts the show as a congressman, and he works with his equally conniving wife to exact revenge on people who betray him. Kevin Spacey you know, plays Underwood, plays a senator from Gaffney, South Carolina, who eventually makes his way to be the president of the United States without receiving a single vote in his favor. <laughs> Yep. he came out in 2019 I'm sorry 2019 2013 on Netflix with 73 episodes. he was in 65 of them. It also stars Robin Wright, who is his wife who from the Princess Bride and Michael Kelly, who has a ton of acting credits, but you'll probably know, know him from Man of Steel. So Kevin Spacey, I think everybody knows what happened and everything that happened with him. And, you know, that, that's um, I certainly don't condone any of that behavior, but he was phenomenal in this show, especially the first two seasons after after season two, you start getting into three and four. It's like, eh, OK, but the first two seasons are magnificent and he is such an asshole in this <laughs> show. He schemed his way to the top, so, and he had a plan, and he executed it, and he was ruthless about it.
0: There couldn't be two more different presidents that we're voting on right now. <laughs> no,
1: there couldn't be, because, yeah, I mean, Thomas Whitmore in, in Independence Day, that's, he, was the, he was the right man for the job. Yeah. You know, given what was happening in the world with, you know, the, the attack by aliens, that's the guy you want in the White House when that stuff happens. A guy who will literally jump in a plane and try to shoot down aliens.
0: And I think that kind of says it right there of who we're going to be voting for, because I'm going with Whitmore um, to beat Underwood. But I do want to say that the way that I think that with all the controversy with Kevin Spacey, like that's not the reason why I'm not picking him. I actually think, if anything, it now, it, like, it almost seems like he's maybe not acting like because he's such a manipulative, like real degenerate and mm-hmm. I, like having gone back and watched some episodes after all this stuff came out, you know, a handful of years ago. I'm like, man, he's a freaking skis. <laughs> and I mean, in in the first step, like in the first five
1: minutes of the first episode, he kills a dog. I know uh, he's the like, worst. I remember watching. It, I was like, whoa what like i'm I'm sitting there watching it with my dogs i'm like what just happened i was like oh this is how this show is going to be yeah and if you think about it it was the perfect way to start it because it lets you know right off the bat this is who this guy is
0: there's no redeeming qualities about this guy everything everything he does are steps to is about him yeah
1: it's about him and him alone even he doesn't really care probably that much about his wife
0: whereas whitmore is the opposite he is actually saying i don't care about being president i'm going to go fly my plane uh and fight aliens yeah i mean yeah so i i I agree i
1: mean it's nothing it's it's i agree with whitmore whitmore for president okay whitmore whitmore for president but that i'm house of cards taking everything else throwing it to the side was great television yeah he was very
0: believable as that character yep so. all right on to the fourth and final quadrant the north bracket is andrew Shepard from the american president played by none other than michael douglas mm-hmm. this is another film or i should say thing created by aaron sorkin came out in 95 and i mean this guy is like He's the all-American leader, right? He's smart. Yes, he is. He's handsome. He's mm-hmm. charming. He's confident. He's got it all, man. He's also a widower, which makes him like lovable. No, he's, like, got, the, like,
1: he's got that sympathy on his He's side. got the
0: sympathy for him, right? Mm-hmm. Stars and at Benning as Sidney Allen Wade. Martin Sheen. Again, here comes Martin Sheen. They got that uh, the old uh, Aaron Sorkin connection. He's his uh, chief staff. Michael J. Fox and richard dreyfus um (laughs) you know what's funny about this i just need to make a mention does he have the i mean another example of how he's just got it all he's got like the perfect daughter who's like a teenage daughter that um has has had her mom pass away recently and his dad's like dating and his president she's just like Hey, I'm gonna go play my my trumpet. Oh, don't be mean to uh, this new Sydney woman. That might you know you might marry and be my new mom. Like she, she's like unrealistically <laughs> good as a teenager, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I just I, that bothers that bothers me having watched it again now. Like as being a teacher or whatever, and like seeing you know kids that are you know sometimes a little unruly. I'm like, no, no teenage daughter no t- with all this stuff going on is that nice? Yeah, no teenage <laughs> daughter is that polite. All right, so that's the number thirteen, and number, or I'm sorry, number number four, and number four is going up against the number seventeen seed. Uh-huh, good old, upset. good old Fitz from Scandal. I, I don't even think we need to argue this uh, one. I don't think we
1: need to argue this one either. I think it's it's Andrew Shepard all the way.
0: Yeah, and if I mean if, if Fitz is ruining his presidency with adultery um shepherd's doing like the complete opposite basically
1: uh, absolutely yeah all right so yep andrew Shepard moving on
0: andrew Shepard. And lastly the last one of the first round the five versus the 12 seed
1: so number coming in at number five is dave kovic or president bill mitchell from the movie dave so it's it's about a presidential impersonator who's played by kevin klein and actually becomes the president. So I won't, we won't, I don't want to spoil it for you. Cause if you haven't seen it, you really need to see this. This is, it's a great movie. Came out in 1993. It was directed by Ivan Reitman, who also did Ghostbusters and Up in the Air. It also stars Sigourney Weaver, Frank Langella, Kevin Dunn, Ving Rames, Ben Kingsley, and Charles Grodin. Kevin, so Kevin Klein is so good at impersonating. Uh, acting president Marshall that the role and film have become one of the most endearing of Klein's stellar acting career because he plays the president, but then he's an impersonator. The personator becomes president and hilarity ensues. Well, it's, there are some, it's not meant to be a comedy. I think Kevin Klein does a really good job of like bringing in the comedic element, but there are some very serious points to the, the overall film is relatively serious.
0: I, but, I think it's 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 a way that movies aren't made anymore. Like usually they are like one type of film like they well, I guess I can't necessarily that's always the case, but it does a really good job of teetering that drama versus comedy line. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You don't see that often. You may see like an action film, like a Marvel movie, throwing comedy in there. And but, that's just to lighten it up. Right. That, that's not a drama. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. And that's
1: and that's a really a reflection of like the directors like Taiko Waititi. Is that his name? yeah when he did Thor, like he kind of reimagined the thor series with ragnarok and now he's doing the he's doing the next one too because ragnarok was fantastic because it had those comedic elements just kind of sprinkled in Mm -hmm. it just made the film a lot lighter anyways
0: definitely and well in this one too it's got ivan reitman as the director for dave i mean yeah got a heck of a good good uh, resume (laughs) there up against number 12 jackson evans From the movie The Contender. And Evans is played by Jeff Bridges, who, um, you know, honestly, okay, here's the plot. Senator Elaine Hansen is a contender for US vice president, but information, disinformation about her past services that threatens to derail her confirmation. And so it's kind of a little bit about like him doing things to essentially like export political favors, personal agendas, um, to be to, you know, all for the presidency. It came out in 2000. This one also co-stars Gary Oldman, as well as Joan Allen, Christian Slater, and Sam Elliott. So, honestly, I think Jeff Bridges is just a very—I mean, I, I hate to be redundant—always say the word charismatic, but he just really is. Especially when he like plays that role, I think he can play like the obviously the comedic, like not going to take you seriously type role as well. But when he wants to be like a legitimate, like professional he can really step it up he almost like he almost like moves into like the bow bridges like realm you yep. know what I mean mm-hmm. um but he's but he's almost like softer he's like I don't know prettier or something <laughs> so he so he's more <laughs> so he's more welcoming bow is like a much more uh uh I don't know he's got a more demanding face it's not quite he's a little, a little snarkier yeah angrier not not quite as welcoming anyway Anyway. So, sorry 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 to keep uh <laughs> harping about how much i love jeff bridges obviously and how how you know everything else but all right so we've got bill versus jackson evans kevin klein versus jeff bridges I, I mean i gotta go
1: kevin klein
0: we gotta go dave i mean I he, dave dave's a great every, movie None. everything about dave i mean look, is there a better scene in a movie than when they when they when they're going through the budget to save like the 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 program for um, like homeless kids or whatever it is yeah,
1: the homeless shelters yeah
0: he's like so you mean to tell me I'm the number we're spending twenty million dollars so that I feel better about my car about a, <laughs> a about, car about purchase about,
1: about, about a car that I already bought <laughs> I'm sure that's yeah. important but I don't want to tell some kid that he's got to sleep in the street yeah. for that and
0: Franklin Langella do, do, do,
1: just, do you want to tell them that. no No, mr president no i do not yeah franklin Jell just scorns at him
0: he's losing his mind (laughs) oh man okay all right yep bill dave mitchell actually it's william bill william bill
1: mitchell will uh, dave whatever steve
0: dave (laughs) all right okay so we have it we have our top eight so now we're on to the elite the elite eight the elite eight the finals out of the west Right here we go. James Marshall versus James Dale. The Jameses. The James Gang. James Gang.
1: Just kidding. That's a band.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're right. Sorry. That's okay. Okay. Um, So initial thoughts. Let's kind of let's kind of compare the two here. I think when you're talking, basically, I mean, listen, I'd I'd rather have the president that's going to tackle terrorists, and but he's also charismatic. You
1: know what I'm saying? James yep. Marshall. Yeah. What do you no, think? No, I I I agree. I think it's it's it's
0: I hate to take away from Jack Nicholson because I can't, so yeah fantastic. That's, and
1: that's what I'm saying. Like I can't take away from Jack Nicholson, but it, it's Harrison Ford. I mean, (laughs) I don't don't know if I have to say much more than that, but like it's Harrison Ford playing the president and yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, he's got, and he's got everything you want to be in a, you know, in a president. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, again, Jack Nicholson, I think he does a great job playing James Dale, but I got to give it to Harrison Ford. I got to give it to the other James.
0: All right. James Marshall. So out of the east we have the number 2 Jebediah no not not Jebediah Jed <laughs> Jed Bartlett. <laughs> Sorry. Josiah Jed Bartlett versus I say it all the time versus Selena Meyer. The Ooh, two, 2 versus
1: the 7. That's tough. That's
0: Yeah, it it is kind of tough. Here's here are my thoughts. I I think for the the very reason why Selena won the first round is the reason why she shouldn't win the second round against Jed, because Jed is, in my opinion, what people want the president to be Mm -hmm. Now, now. Now, I'm not talking about like political affiliation. I'm saying like being able to make decisions in a way that is are both intellectual, but also like understanding of other people's perspectives, and like trying to like, you know, not broaden the gap and not doing things out of one's own self interest mm-hmm. um, Whereas, so that's that's all, and, and it is. It's comparing the differences between a West Wing, which is is definitely a, a drama for sure, versus a, a flat out HBO comedy. It's it's almost like a satirical look of. The presidency in the White House, right? Which, which ironically, actually is maybe a little bit more what it's what it might really be like in some instances, in some circles. Definitely, like definitely behind closed doors.
1: <laughs> I agree. Yeah,
0: but I i got to go. I got to go, Jed.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I got to go, Jed too. I think it's, and you, you, you I mean, it, this is this is tough because we, it's, I think we're we're trying to do our best of like just focusing on like the role, like. How Martin Sheen plays the president. How Julie, Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus plays the vice president, and then the eventual president. But you kind of get, you kind of have to take certain elements of the show into consideration when you're making that decision. Like like what you were just saying with, mm-hmm. you know West Wing being a drama and Veep being a a, a comedy, and a, a satirical look at politics in Washington. Uh, you could say the same thing about House of Cards of like it, it's almost like the like. <laughs> the worst possible <laughs> thing could happen and this this is whatever so yeah i think i think i think you got to go with with josiah jed.
0: josiah jed barlett <clears throat> moving on all right the finals in the south we have president whitmore versus president palmer from 24 god that's a tough one I think as far as who portrays the day to day presidency role, I think Palmer is gonna win that. I agree. And, and and he's actually he's put out lots of fires. there are a lot. I mean, this is a really rough uh, four to eight years. There are a lot of terrorist attacks on on American soil and basically uh um and like it's like like three days over the course yeah, of however many years.
1: Yeah, they got they got like one a week. No, not really.
0: But maybe. no, it's it, no, it's a whole day. It's one day of just craziness, and then like a few years later, another day of just terribleness. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, um, yeah, it's. Uh, but man, I mean, does that speech get any better than Whitmore? No, uh, no, one, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's not true. It does it does get better? There's one other one that we haven't thrown out there yet. We'll get to that in a minute. But okay. as far as like motivating, like yeah like today we celebrate our independence day i mean that just it like the whole thing gives me like chills it's
1: it it does but then at the same time like like for for me like whitmore is almost too idealistic you know what i mean like yeah he's almost whereas like dennis hayes like it's like he's going like okay like neither of these are like okay yes there have been terrorist attacks but like to your point like they're happening a lot on this guy's watch so what the hell is going on and yeah aliens are attacking the world so these are extreme scenarios that these people are going through and that's fine but i almost feel like Haysbert kind of handles it's more realistic yeah in the way that he handles it as opposed to um whitmore
0: and well and who's to say what what would happen if 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 everyone is getting wiped off the earth and i mean in, in in regular protocol you would say hey president you're the president and the vice president all the cabinet they're already dead so you can't go flying your jet you know off to fight aliens but at the same time if this is your final stand for humanity like who the hell cares right you're gonna um, you're
1: gonna join the fight because you can because hey we need everybody we can and it's you're all hands you're, on deck and it doesn't matter if i'm president or not
0: i can you're a hell of a you're a hell of a pilot right Right. So I, I think that like that would be, it's very inspirational. But mm-hmm. as you said, and this is maybe just the premise of the movie. It's just so it's so unrealistic and ridiculous. Well, maybe not. But I mean, as of now, it is. As of now, it is. Yeah. I, I think that's why you you almost like think. Well, David Palmer, he just he just plays it plays it so well on a daily basis of what it's he like did. to be the president. He does, and it's and, and yeah. So yep, I agree.
1: I think it's David Palmer. Uh, no offense to Bill Pullman. I'm sure uh, Megan's and and Jana, because Jana's a big fan of them. <laughs> they're they're not going to like that. Uh,
0: I got to tell you, this is actually for me an upset. I know it's not technically it's the three beating the six, uh, but uh, I I totally I totally agree with you. When I was looking at this, I'm like, well, who's going to come out of these areas? I like kind of assuming I thought for sure, but I think I think you're right. I think we got to give it to no, it's it, it's
1: a three beating a six, but it feels like an upset. It I really totally does. agree.
0: Yep. All right. The finals of the North. We've got Bill Mitchell from Dave. And we've also got Andrew Shepard from the American president. God, this is another tough one. (laughs) They're all going to be tough from here. They (laughs) they really are.
1: Well, I mean, except for like the the one eight, that wasn't very tough, but these, these ones are tough. Yeah. So we've got,
0: so, I mean, okay, listen, Dave is one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. and I and I because it's so funny and it's so clever it's also kind of a little ridiculous I also think American President is one of my favorite movies also but for different reasons because it's like a fun it's definitely a comedy but there are some like serious like I don't know I don't know if dramatic is the right word but there's some just real good storytelling going on in this film Mm -hmm. um and Andrew Shepard just plays it he just plays it so cool like Michael Douglas is just, he's, he's kind of like, I don't know, man. He's just so easygoing and he's just like, a, he's just somebody I want to hang out with <laughs> quite, quite honestly, you know, <laughs> I want to go watch the Michigan game with him, have a beer and just talk about politics, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I like how he's going. Oh, uh, president, president, uh, Shepherd had his checkup today. And he's got a perfect bill of hell He's like, who the hell cares? I want to know the score of the Michigan game. <laughs> like he's, he's just, he's a very, that's why, why the title it's, I'm, I'm going to assume it's, it's called American president is that it, he's, he's, he plays it more like a typical American. He's not like the Uber elite, the rich, the Ivy league, you know? Well, and you could argue
1: that Bill Mitchell's the same way. Well, not not the real Bill Mitchell, the the fake Bill Mitchell. Yeah, because the the real Bill, the real Bill Mitchell was, he was he was, by all accounts, even though he's not in the, he's you don't see him very often. He was a shrewd son of a bitch. Yeah, and he
0: was definitely from the. He was elitist. You could. He was an
1: elitist. Where and then and then you have an everyday man kind of playing it, and he's kind of learning as he goes because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing, but he's he's coming, he's he's approaching the presidency as like you or i would because yeah. we're just some random off the street and all of a sudden now we're doing this it's like well why are we doing that well because of this that doesn't make any sense why would we spend money on that right what are you guys doing like and uh, you you talk you about tra- like you got charles groden going like balancing get
0: out, the get out of here yeah you, you,
1: have, <laughs> you know that when they were you know balancing the budget he he brings his friend in and he's like if i ran my business this way i'd be out of business <laughs>
0: right <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah like, yeah
1: so yeah. it's it's tough because you kind of have this it's not the same plot but you have kind of the same similar characters is what i'm trying to say
0: right no i think they're both idealistic they're both like listen let's not get bogged bogged down by the politics Then that's something andrew mm-hmm. Shepard, like he won't fight back because he's like i'm not getting into a fight about this nonsense like i'm not i don't care what dreyfus is saying about me or rumsfeld what's his name? Uh, something um, like that, yeah, yeah yeah. Uh, um, yeah uh senator rumson rumson he's 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 off talking trash uh, uh, you know, he's like, i'm not gonna stoop to his level um so you like really appreciate that as like a you know as a as a normal American person, you're like, good, finally, a politician that isn't wanting to like get into these smear campaigns right um just because that's what the other person's doing like I'm not gonna stoop like I said stoop to their level, right um so I think they both have this really, yeah, this, 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 like they're regular people and thank God that they're actually like regular people. Absolutely. <laughs> Wouldn't the presidency be so much better if in fact more people were like that. Um, So this is kind of a tough, my votes for Shepard. Your votes for Bill Mitchell, isn't it? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, I mean, okay, let me, here's my final selling point and and I'm, I'm i'm willing to hear yours also here's why i would say shepherd if you're talking like a, a a like a monumental or impactful speech i know that we like the whitmore one but that one that he gives at the end of the movie is one of like the most memorable most ridiculously awesome like presidential even just speeches period in in cinema in my opinion um when, he, when he's t- telling off rumsum basically yep um because your five minutes are over my name is andrew Shepard, and i am the president like i it was just like fucking just badass <laughs> like,
1: all right okay. all right you sold me all andrew right. shepherd i love dave I, I i agree with you dave i love that movie right. but yep well A- andrew Shepard, moving on
0: all right okay well that's the final four now and now, now that i talked you into it we, we're we're full, we're straight shock <laughs> so what are you gonna do damn all it right, all right so number one out of the west versus number the number four overall the number one out of the north we've got james marshall versus, versus andrew, andrew shepherd andrew shepherd all right you go first because i think i just kind of talked you into the shepherd so i want to hear your thoughts on who you go with i uh, gotta
1: it's so it's interesting so kind of what you would what we were just talking about you were talking about andrew Shepard and kind of how he you know, kind of how he approaches the presidency like level headed the speech at the end in air force 1 we don't really get to see him being that quote unquote presidential
0: i i was you took the words right out of my mind. i was you know going to say I mean? that i was going to say that like word for word cuz we don't like we don't see him like like yeah we see him handle a crisis
1: but it's <laughs> Typically, presidents don't handle crises crises in that way. They're in the Oval Office and they're, you know, they're on the phone, they're talking to advisors, they're doing this and they're making decisions. They're not literally fighting terrorists with their bare hands. And I get this is yeah. an action yeah. movie. And this that was the premise of the movie, and I get it, but like, you know what I mean? Like, with a lot of the other presidents that we've discussed, you see them being presidential, like Dennis Hayesbert, Kevin Klein michael douglas you you see them being presidential in their own way i mean if i want to if i terry cruz
0: right even he's even he's like acting he's he's dealing with the day-to-day operations yeah and he's making decisions (laughs) right on a monster truck. whereas james marshall is (laughs) on a monster truck with a bazooka but he's making them (laughs) right right whereas james marshall while he i mean listen if I'm on a plane that gets hijacked, that's the president for me. I want him 100% with me by my side. Um, and you got to give a, I mean, you got to give him some props too, about, uh, you know, how he shoots off the life, the lifeboat doesn't get on. That's a real awesome decoy. I mean, very clever work. Um, yeah. I mean, Harrison Ford has perfected, the flying jump tackle oh the the run
1: and jump with the bad guy I love it. he does it all I the mean, time every watch a harrison ford movie if you haven't noticed it i just shattered the glass yeah. for all of you listeners yeah you will I not mean, unsee it and you see it in every single one
0: you do and especially in this one and like clear and present danger like right i mean those are the ones where he's just flying he's just jumping at everybody chest oh. out <laughs> you but see it in it's... the few fu- you see it in the fugitive <laughs> yeah, you do you do um but, yeah, I think if we're talking about, like, which president is, like, running the day-to-day operations as, like, a, I think, like, you got to go well, Shepard. I think,
1: and, and I, I agree. I think I think Shepard takes it in this one in a huge upset just because of, again, it's, we're trying, trying to focus on the portrayal of the president. And I think, to what I just said, you know, Harrison Ford doesn't get to be very presidential in this movie, whereas Andrew yeah. Shepard does a really or Michael Douglas does a really good job portraying the presidency, the ins and outs of it. And also like the personal side of it too, with a with the daughter and being a widower and you know getting back out there, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Okay. Andrew number Shepard f- moving on. Number four, moving on to the finals. The other semi final matchup, the number two seed overall out of the East, we've got Jed Bartlett. And the number three seed overall coming out of the South, David Palmer. Oh, we <laughs> both. So so this is a great example of both. Um, this is somehow this has actually worked out where we had like the movie finals. That's what I was just going to just of the same thing. It's like <laughs> you
1: had two movies on one side and they have two TV shows on the other.
0: This was, not, this was not done this we way. We didn't plan We, didn't we, plan. we literally, literally was... seeded one through 20, and then I just went through bracket style, and this is where they all ended up. This is how it is. Okay, so we're talking about two presidents that we got to see on the small screen for multiple seasons in a row. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely dealing with crises in a different way. So you've got Palmer that is dealing with like a lot of terrorist stuff. But Jed does deal with a little bit of that, but yeah. it's it's uh it's not quite the same it's more condensed into a couple episodes as opposed to like that's basically all palmer's doing the whole time <laughs>
1: he's he's fighting he's <laughs> fighting fires literally yes. and figuratively
0: yeah right exactly yeah um so i'm leaning towards jed bartlett with this one um me, uh, me too okay and, and i think it probably has to do with I think the cool thing about the West wing and just about Jed Barlett period, you get to see him not only during times of crises, but also just like, what's it like to be, um, you know, dealing with the holiday party, the day to like, day stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like setting up like the plates and picking out like crap like that and dealing with, you know, mm-hmm. um, leaders from other countries. Right. And then that kind of stuff, uh, uh, dealing with your own staff, um, which is kind of cool. And you don't really see that as much, out of Palmer. So I think that Jed portrays it. And also no, I, I was going to say he plays it in like a, be- they both play it pretty well. I, I think either of them, I would, I, I'd vote for, for president.
1: I think they both play it pretty well, but I think uh, I go back to like what you, what you said, you know, previously just about he's, <laughs> he makes his presence. known. not to say that president Palmer doesn't, but Jed, you know that man is the president he's not the biggest guy in the room but you know he's the president Mm -hmm. and you know he's in charge and yeah you get to see you get to see like the full spectrum of the presidency
0: yeah (laughs) what i like too is it's a lot of times you know you get you watch tv shows or movies whatever people make decisions almost to create drama like to kind of keep the conflict going um Mm -hmm and again i mean this just speaks to like the brilliance of the writing there are a lot of decisions in this show that are made and you're like well we could have, we could have kept this storyline going on for five more episodes but he went ahead and made this decision and now it's like it's over with like he made Done. the decision that wasn't necessarily on brand with his decision but he did what's best and and i think that's why it's it's i don't know it, it's such a fun character to watch because he's just so you aspire to be like that good of a person yep I agree. All right, Jed, moving on. Finals, the championship. We've got the best movie president, <clears throat> Shepard, the number four seed overall, versus the best TV president, Jed bartlett the number two overall. Thoughts?
1: I mean, what what <laughs> could we say that we haven't already said?
0: Yeah. So <laughs> that is. True. I, I
1: I I can tell you how I'm leaning.
0: Go ahead. How are you? I'm, leaning? I'm, I'm, I'm leaning Jed. I kind of am too. Okay. I'm leaning, so
1: I'm leaning Jed for rewind and listen to everything we said, folks.
0: Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so so he, here's, here's all those get. reasons. Yeah. I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. I think that if it's which president do I most relate to, it would be Shepard. I absolutely and, agree. And which, 100%. which, which one moment in like, the whole time they're on screen acting as the president, do I want to rewatch and rewatch it's, it's the shepherd quote. It, it's him basically Your telling them uh, right before the uh, state of the union. Um, that whole thing is just so compelling. Mm-hmm. But if it's which person do I think, which president do I think would be more successful during their, their full term or terms, I, I'm going Jed, like single moments. I want to hang out with, get a beer with Shepard. But overall, Jed Bartlett for me. I agree. Jed Bartlett for America. Jed Bartlett 2024. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. There you have it. We did it. We did it. So Jed Bartlett is our number one. Number one portrayer president.
1: of a fake president.
0: Yes. So congratulations, Martin
1: that. Sheen. Your Your award's coming in the mail.
0: It's in the mail. Um, you know, that we, I know we missed some. There are a bunch that we left off the list, kind of whether intentionally or unintentionally. Don't hate us. Yeah. If you think of any, like, let us know, shoot us some messages on the socials or whatever. And, uh, we'd love to give them a shout out. Absolutely. We are going to have a future episode, by the way, which will be actors portraying actual real presidents. So if you're you're like, why didn't they do so-and-so like why didn't they do uh, Daniel
1: Day-Lewis uh, Day- from Lincoln right yeah, we
0: because know. <laughs> we didn't want to open even open up that can of worms right now because we thought that might be kind of we it's don't want
1: to it's too it, hard we don't want to compare un- a yeah, fake president to a you can't compare someone portraying a fake president to someone portraying a real president right it's too it's those are apples and oranges
0: and i think that you when you're looking at the two it's like for this one you're like who's portraying a president that we want to be with or we want to get behind versus who's portraying a president based on things they really did in real life you know right like, i think for most of these we would have probably sided with the fake president in a lot of instances because they're they're an on-screen version and people aspire to that yep. um, but that doesn't mean we won't at the very end of the next one maybe compare jed bartlett to uh, who our favorite <laughs> real I president think, portrayal is i think that's gonna happen i think that's gonna happen too all right so that's about it a little bit of nerd outreach first of all thank yous um you know we got to thank everyone that listens yeah thank and you shout everybody. out to everybody we love those numbers and as they keep increasing we really appreciate it um and i just want to thank you to uh, aaron sorkin for apparently making a lot of things that i like to watch um so he
1: does he really does <laughs> he's a good He's a good writer.
0: He is a good writer, right? He
1: he, he writes some good stuff. Um, thank yous. Uh, I want to give a quick thank you to the all of the postal workers and delivery drivers all over the world. I think those guys those guys are guys and gals are are keeping us connected in. In their own way. And especially now the holiday season, I think everybody, I mean, most people buy a lot of their gifts online. I think those numbers are going to go through the roof. So they're working overtime to make sure that we can all have a happy holidays and, and every, all the packages, you know, get to where they need to be. So thank you. Delivery drivers, postal workers, FedEx, UPS, USPS, all those guys, Amazon.
0: That was really, really well, well-spoken. Well said. Shout out, shout out. to also hashtag shop local.
1: Absolutely. Support your <laughs> local businesses, people. I love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh future su- show suggestions, send them into nerd is New cool podcast at gmail.com. Tag us. Hashtag nerd is New cool podcast.
1: Uh you can like, follow us on Facebook, Instagram at nerd is the New cool podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at the new at nerd is the new co2 or you and you can obviously listen to us on your favorite you know podcast platform apple spotify stitcher soundcloud just search for nerd is the new cool podcast
0: in keeping with timing of the you know like real world uh, our next episode is going to be an episode where we compare our favorite holiday films and and we're gonna. By the way, I think we're gonna probably focus on some ones that are traditional holidays. Um, I don't think we're gonna have. We've already had. It is the diehard. We've movie. already had. That.
1: We've had that debate. Yeah. We've had
0: that debate, <laughs> but we're probably not gonna throw that in one of our top movie uh, holiday film, no, nope. uh, comparisons in a couple weeks. So
1: it'll be good. I already know which one I'm gonna pick. So
0: tis the well, season. I'm don't tell me go. yet. Uh, I'm not gonna it. tell you. It, okay. It'll
1: be a surprise for everybody. But I already know which one I'm picking.
0: All right. Well, thanks again for listening. Thanks, everybody. All right. Bye-bye.